Welcome to the Converge One Tech Exchange, a podcast series that connects the technology community with top of mind insights that you can put into action. Converge One believes that leveraging technology to connect people with purpose is vital to achieve business outcomes. Please join our discussion and together, let's shape the future of the technology landscape in cloud, digital infrastructure, security, collaboration, customer experience, and beyond. Let's get our geek on. All right, and welcome to the show. Um, I am your host, Brent Lathrop, um, and with me is my co-host for this episode, Kathy Sobus. Kathy, thanks for joining me. Oh, it's wonderful to be with you, Brett. Thank you for having us. You know, I would, I would, I would say welcome to the podcast, typically, Kath, but this is really... Uh, there's a visual aspect to this particular one in this particular tech exchange that we're doing. And I, I frankly, am quite excited about this. I, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> well, we won't go there, but I definitely want, you know, to bring light to what we're doing here is a little different, a little novel, and I'm really excited about it too. I am super excited. Well, thanks for joining me. Um, Thanks to all the crew who help us uh, with the logistics on this show, of course, the creation and the course uh, content, uh, which is inspired by our colleagues in the industry, Mavericks, who dare to question convention and fear no labor, which I love. Um, you can find us uh, at our website on converge1.com. You can also hit us. We have a con uh, Converge One YouTube channel, which you'll you'll find content on. Um, Twitter, we have at Converge underscore one. Uh, I am at Brett Lathrop, and Kathy, you are? I'm at Kathy Sobas. Fantastic. Um, okay, we got a great show for you. Topic today, Kath, is customer experience equation bionic headsets. All right, now, I got to be honest, it makes me think of the bionic man and woman. I know, but we're dating ourselves when we do that, aren't we? Well, I know that, and I hope some of our new generational peeps who are listening are, will give us this, but but uh, many of the tech uh, people who are listening uh, will know exactly what I'm talking about. Of course, Steve Austin, right, was l played by Lee Majors, was an astronaut, astronaut spaceship crash guy. Um, Jamie Summers, of course, was the bionic woman. Lindsay All the Wagner, so right? Many she yeah. had a skydiving accident actually that got her into trouble. No, right? But 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 I mentioned this, Kath, because they had special powers, right? But there was one major difference between their powers. Do you remember what that was? I remember the bionic woman had special hearing. That's what I remember. Exactly. The Ooh. bionic man had a bionic eye so he could see. Right, right, right. But the bionic woman had bionic hearing. Yes. Now I've, I and and how appropriate that the this the topic is bionic headsets. I actually was surprised that it was it, how close that is to real life. Women being really good listeners i was surprised that the bionic man didn't actually be it wasn't the bionic mouth and then it would have been perfect right oops but no comment i digress i digress um so for this conversation we have special guests which i'm super excited about uh, but first give us some shout outs 
Yeah, you know, we stand on the shoulders of giants. And I just want to give a shout out to Sheila McGee-Smith for this episode. You know, we really do respect what she's been guiding us through through this crazy year of 2020 and on into 2021. And it's just so much change in the contact center environment. Very true. She is a stalwart. So great kudos for her. Um, so thank you for joining us in this virtual studio today. Uh, it's really a different kind of uh, podcast, as I mentioned, uh, but we're excited about it. We have a sketch artist, as you can see, who's going to give us this visual sense to our audio, kind of like the bionic pair we were just talking about. Isn't that nicely wow. fitting, Kathy? Very so, so thank you, Ross, in the background, our wonderful artist who's giving us, uh, um, you know, some some visual flavor to really uh, bring home the the conversation. Kathy, why don't you introduce our first guest? I'm super excited yeah, about this. Yeah, I, I am too. I'd like to introduce to you Andy Bacon, who joins us from Converge One. He's the vice president of the customer experience practice here and has the responsibility of all the solutions that are within our our portfolio and within our practice. He leads a national organization providing advanced services, workforce optimization, consulting, and more advanced solution support for the entire Converge One customer experience portfolio. And he has over 25 years of industry experience listening to customers and driving solutions that meet the customer need and drive business outcomes. Welcome, Andy. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Brett. Man, you must be kind of a big deal. That was an impressive intro. <laughs> it was. Very good. Thanks for joining us. And I am the I get the honor of uh, introducing our other guest, uh, Vern Fernandez, who's a senior manager at, in contact center experience with Jabra. And Vern's over, over 20 years experience in providing voice and networking solutions for enterprises. Vern is a thought leadership uh, thought leader, excuse me, in headsets and communication devices, partnering with the contact center transformation teams to improve our customer agent experiences, those first contact resolutions, gamification goals, which is always kind of fun, Kath, um, and other initiatives around excellence and service. Um, so Vern, welcome, brother. Thanks for being here. It is great to be here, Brad, and I loved the Bionic Man and Bionic Woman, so um, I, I can't wait to get into this. This is exciting. It's next-gen, Kath. We, you know, they've, they've, this, this is really cool because, you know, Jabra has pivoted to accomplishing this bionicness, right, through use of analytics, diagnostics, and exploring kind of artificial intelligence. It screams IoT and all kinds of concepts. So I am super excited to get into this. Me too. Me too. Okay, so Kathy, you know how I like to roll. I, I need to level set a bit uh, to get context, right? So we're talking Jabra, right? Um, and they're well known for their expertise in products uh, around audio devices, headsets. They have, they have a really extensive large catalog for both businesses and general consumers. I mean, I even have a set of Jabra, you know, heads, work, workout headsets that I put on when I'm running and stuff. So, um, it, but this is not your grandma's contact center headset tech. I mean, we're talking, like we said, bionic woman type AI, next level fun. I know, right? When we were getting ready to, to have this podcast, it's amazing some of the different technologies that are available to us all now. And so um, let's, let's have Andy kick off this conversation. Why don't you 
why don't you tell us about Jobber's overall, you know, um, why don't you lead into the first question that we have today? Yeah, thanks, Kathy, and, and and thanks so much for joining us today, Vern. Again, that you know, definitely, and, and as as Brett and Kathy alluded to, you know, looking at not only headsets but overall, you know, tell us a little bit about the mission and, and the vision and, and the goals in the marketplace for for Jabber today. I mean, where you guys are taking this is pretty is pretty impressive. It's pretty cool. Yeah, thanks so much, Andy. And uh, just to kind of begin, you know, we have a couple of different very important missions, and one of them is to help people to be able to hear more so that they can do more so that they can be more. And that's very important for us because um, the ability to hear something um, allows you to, in the context center world, solve problems a little bit easier um, so that you can do more and function in your job and then to kind of be more. That's that's a very important mission of job itself. And then this the second thing that we focus on is changing the world through the power of sound and um, for any of those folks who have ex experienced any kind of hearing loss or um, just can't even hear the call as clearly as they can, um, that becomes frustrating, especially for a contact center call when it gets to the agent and it's typically that much more of a complex call. So being able to solve that and hear that well is part of our mission. And um, we're the kind of company where you know, we have a few different aspects to us. We do medical grade headsets, we do consumer-based headsets, and we also do business headsets of where the contact centers fall in. And we use all that technology across even our medical side and bring it into our business side and the contact center so that things sound good. So we've made it a mission of ours for the last 150 years as a company um, of making sound a priority for the end user. Well, that's really pretty cool, Vern. You know, hear more, do more, and be more. Wow, that's that's quite compelling. And and so as I think back, we all moved home, right? All all of us, all parts of the business moved home. Definitely the contact center agents moved home as well. So even if they were in the environment before where it was relatively quiet, a business environment, the home environment is different. It might be better, it might be worse. But what do you feel are the challenges for contact centers around the work from home agents and managing this particular environment? Yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's very interesting how that happens so quickly for the entire industry. And I can categorize that in two different ways. One is going to be the home agent challenges and then the manager challenges. And for the agents themselves, I think just finding a balance between work and home and their metrics is tough enough. So if you're kind of that traditional agent and you've got that call coming through the queue, um, how do I take that? But then also, you know, these days, how do I help my child do their homework at the same time um, and not feel like that's a distraction and that's getting in my way? So balancing between home and work is something. It may be a uh, three-generational household in a two-bedroom apartment in whatever country it might be, and that might be a challenge just because of the cramped space and how do I manage noise in that environment. Um, you, you have the same day. You know, even at home, you've got your eight hours of prolonged concentration, but there are a lot of agents that kind of feed off the energy of a contact center that's brick and mortar that that actually helps them to do their job. So how do we make that fun for them in that in that kind of sometimes monotonous job? 
um, that it can be, as you know, we know, but at the same time, make it fulfilling for them, you know, to be in that customer service role, um, to help them with the kind of stress re repetition and just their own morale of being an agent. So I think those yeah. are some of the agent challenges. And then if we're talking about managers, we're talking about quality of service. You know, what is, you know, where are my problems around voice happening within the network becomes an issue. Uh, there could be security issues. You know, I've got some insensitive information out there. How do I make sure that that's secure? And then helping the agents around home life and balance, um, in addition to balancing the metrics, becomes um, something to kind of take care of. And then your typical things of how, how do I handle things like um, agent experiences? Um, how do I manage break times? How do I do coaching and training? Um, how do I work with gamification? How, how do I maintain my average channel times when they're not in the contact center? Those become some of the big challenges when people go home. I really like um, what I'm hearing there, Kathy, around um, the technology with purpose, right? Really, you know, going beyond just cool features and stuff, but connecting it to the way that people actually live in one of the primary senses, which is audio and how that can actually make, you know, life better. Um, Andy, how is what you're hearing from Vern there kind of match up with some of the overall missions and goals from a Converge One perspective? Yeah, I, yeah, I really like, you know, the, the hear more, to be more <clears throat> for our customers, that's, I think is, is so violently in agreement to the way that we're, you know, trying to listen to what our customers are telling us to drive um, to those business outcomes, right? And as we look and as we continue to morph what that experience looks like, whether that be on-prem or at home, um, you know, what are those different technologies? What are those different, I'm throwing up some air quotes, you know, endpoints that we have to care about. And I think that's, you know, one of the reasons why I'm so excited today around, you know, where we're going and, and, and you know, taking it to this type of level, you know, looking at it from a outside of a normal, what you would consider a headset that plugged into a, a his adapter or a his adapter on your on your telephone, right? How do we actually taking this and and Vern, maybe you could, you know, just how is how is Jobber looking at the contact center differently? Because you know, a lot of what we've talked about, you know, just around the the improvement of the customer experience and the and the and the way that we can solve some of the issues that you you know that you just brought up. So, what are those what are some of those ways that you're seeing that are that are that are different in the way that you guys are attacking this, this space? I think a good way to sum it up, um, what's happened with headsets over the years is it's not just a headset anymore. Um, and that's really alluding to our bionic headset. So if you can imagine that, uh, you know, you had your plug and play headsets back in the day and um, you, then you had your USB headsets and now we have what's called digital headsets that Jabber really created innovations around. And so these digital headsets play in the sandbox together. They're truly enterprise architecture where there's analytics coming from them to help with the environment. There's uh, data that you can push and pull from them to understand what that agent might be going through, how we can help coach that agent. Can we gamify around the topics and use the headset as part of the gamification scheme? And there's a lot of customization that can happen in this environment where yes, you can plug and play and we expect it to work. But if for instance, we really wanted uh, you know, to understand what kind of noise that agent is working with in the home and can we coach around that we have the ability within our headsets to do that. So um, 
I think really understanding that this is an AI sensor is kind of what we use, uh, what we call the headset now is that we can use that to drive the AI that you're, um, that you're trying to do it, you know, within the context and that could be speech analytics, that could be sentiment analysis, that could be a biometric, that all depends on voice quality of which assuring that quality is something that we're doing um, in the headsets alone. And we've, we've created a few attributes within the headset um, that allow us to get that data um, for you to work with. Hey, also, I Vern, that's a unique one to think about there, Brett and Kath. I know, isn't that Andy? I mean, so you're talking about a part of the value chain, Vern, that is including all the way to the headset, the quality of that voice increases this, the, the content analysis and voice to text subscription, and then the chewing on that in real time that we use in our tools to help the customer experience um, paradigm, which is, I mean, Andy, that's just next gen. I love it. Yeah, and I think it starts to close the loop on some of the analytics, right? It actually gives that, you know, it gives the endpoint of that of that human element, right? To try to drive some of that AI and some of that machine learning into, I'm assuming there are some coaching, some things around how we can start to, you know, look at sentiment and look at the, the analysis of the voice and how, you know, our customers, you know, upset, are they excited? How is the, you know, what's the agent profile, you know, meet for those types of customers? I'm assuming those are all the types of, you know, KPIs and different uh, analytics that you can pull off of these uh, off these headsets, true? Yeah, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to be very specific about some of the ideas that we have. And I'm going to help our artists by helping um, kind of just picture this in terms of a funnel, right? At the very top of the funnel, you've got everything that you throw into the contact center. And that's your agents. That's your gamification. That's your speech analytics. That's your workforce automation, whatever you're investing in to handle the call um, before it actually gets to the agent, because that helps in terms of time management and things like that. So there's a funnel of which, in some cases, millions of dollars goes into all that technology. And, you know, if it doesn't get solved with that technology, then you ultimately get to that agent with that more complex problem. Right. So this funnel is very important to understand that uh, before you get to the headset, you're trying to solve the problem. Um, but now that you've gotten to the headset, it's got to feel clear and clean and you've got to feel next door to that person so that uh, it feels like, you know, this person is here just for me. Right. And that's the customer experience that we want to pull out of it. Now, there's four major analytics that you can get from the headset. And I'm going to be very specific here. Um, one of them is going to be the decibel levels around the room. Um, and whether that's brick and mortar or even within somebody's house. Now, where that's helpful is to understand when noise happens. Um, so, for instance, if that's breakfast, lunch, and dinner when there's noise and we expect it to be loud, then maybe we want a call route around that noise as a concept, right? Maybe um, you want to use the decibels to understand how my outsourcers sound in a different country. Um, and we're not listening to what, you know, the agents are saying in those cases, but what we can give you is, are there loud noises within that agent environment that might affect the voice of our brand and how we sound to our customers and what that experience mm. is like, right? So 
we definitely have customers that are using that analytic to help keep those BPOs and you know accountable and aligned to that strategy of voice of the brand customer experience. So that's one analytic, decibel levels. A second one is understanding where the microphone is. We call it microphone guidance. So microphone guidance means that if I ate lunch, for instance, and my boom was up by my eyes, um, our booms can tell you that it's in the wrong place and possibly screen pop or alert you that it's in the wrong place. And then that way you can bring it back down and then it'll screen pop you again saying that it's in the right place. That is the key to all AI that contact centers are thinking about because you can't get accuracy off of speech analytics when the boom is in the right place. You can't get a good biometric when the boom is not in the right place. And there's so many contact centers that, you know, thousands of agents just start their day off with the boom in the wrong place. And that's not good for noise cancellation and a really clear voice signal, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. seeing it's obvious, but it's amazing. <laughs> it's very obvious. Yeah. There's a couple <laughs> yes. more analytics that we can talk about too. Is one are buttons. So um, you can program some of the buttons on the headsets to basically, you know, be like a start-stop recording, a cue in and cue out. Um, and we have lights on the headsets too. So the lights can be indicators within a brick and mortar or just, you know, a home agent situation where maybe you want the lights to stand for something. So for instance, uh, you know, a real easy one is just being at home and training your family that, you know, when the red light is on, mommy or daddy's working being an agent today, you know, and you've got to wait with your question. Um, it could be saying that you've just queued in or you queued out and we're going to light your headset up red um, to say that you're, you're in the queue, you're out the queue. Um, and that's another analytic is, is understanding why and when agents press the buttons. You know, are they muting because of noise? Are they in the queue, out the queue? Did they have to stop recording, start recording? Um, and then another one is just conversation flow. That's the fourth analytic that we can give is, is the agent talking? Is the customer talking? Is there silence or is there crosstalk? So for instance, if you wanted to gamify around silence, um, you can get the metric from the headset so that you can give more points, um, for instance, um, with less silence. Um, that means that, you know, the agent's being productive with the customer. So those are four major analytics that you can kind of get from the headset. That's a little bit different that nobody else really does. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's really quite different, that's for sure. I think what struck me was you said something about, you know, feeling next door to that person. And uh, I, I so much think about being at home now and, and there's that sensibility that we're all kind of in the same place, right? We're all in our own homes, uh, agents, customers, et cetera, um, are all kind of in that situation. So, um, but having the ability to see and understand really what that home environment is, is novel and very different. And as you see this market changing, Vern, I, I guess, do, do you see things specifically that, that, Jabra, that Jabra is doing to benefit specific BPOs or outsourced contact centers that, that are more likely to have those types of environments where you have, you know, obviously before COVID, 
um, we were, you know, very commonly in a situation where uh, sensitive information was being spoken to uh, from, you know, from agents to customers that were in close, close proximity to other agents. Um, are there anything specifically around on the, around those well, around those points that you want to make sure that we get across to our listeners today? Yeah, I think there's a few things that contact centers are looking at. You know, on numerous occasions I've heard the word biometric come up. And so identifying um, identifying the agent um, is is becoming important from a security standpoint. So making sure that uh, this is the agent that you hired in the contact center um, dealing with sensitive information. Um, that's something that relies upon microphone quality to get that biometric from 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 you, you know. I think for the BPOs, since you mentioned BPOs, I think this is a perfect opportunity for them to give a sense of transparency to their customers to say, you know, um, we'd love to do business with you. Um, we, here's all of our sites and how we can light up a contact center, whether it be brick and mortar or a home agent. Um, but we're going to give you that added insurance and analytic from us using these headsets to say, wherever these headsets go, we can give you a reading or a measurement of, of how that environment sounds like. You know, um, is it too loud in those environments? Is the voice of your brand con guarded? Is it insured, you know, wherever you do business? I think it can help BPOs get more contracts um, and get more business to give that kind of transparency to their customer. Um, and so I think that's the, the tough part is that these agents are in so many unpredictable environments, um, especially working from home, that getting some sort of consistency across there is important. And I think we can provide some of the analytics for that consistency. Yeah, that seems like a, a real um, obvious area, um, Andy and Kathy, with all of the amount of variation in the way in which people are going to be working, the modalities that people will work continuing, right? Past COVID, we, we all predict that there's going to be way more mobile working than we had previously because it exaggerated that. People are realizing, actually, I can get quite a bit of good customer service done with people not necessarily in a facility. And But for that reason, we have traditional tools that allow you to do a lot of the quality of service across the network type determination, some of those basics, but but those are some interesting math equations that have to do with bits and bytes moving, um, not necessarily to that final stretch where if you can add in additional analytics or telemetry about the actual speech going on, even down to the headset, you're going to see a potentiality to, to drive, again, a better experience for both the end user and the agent, which, you know, completes, Kathy, that continuation of the overall goal of, you know, contact center is this marriage of really happy agents who feel like they can do something meaningful for a client and understand them quickly. And, and of course, clients who have an unstoppable urge to be served, you know, as fast and as efficiently as possible, right, constantly. Oh, I, love it. I just think how uh, annoying it is if you can't hear a customer service representative or they can't hear the customer, right? It's really annoying and it causes more time to be wasted. We talked about average handle time 
a second ago. It talks about more time being wasted there, just saying, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? You're you're clipping on me. You're not coming in clearly. Um, and and so it it makes me stop and pause and think about all the KPIs that surround this, all the satisfiers and dissatisfiers that surround it. But I have I do have a question for Vern, and that is a, a best practice for evaluating headsets, other than you know the bake off of putting it to your ear. What do you look for? How do you know that you've got a good brand and a good headset that matches your needs and what you're trying to do in your environment? This is a key question, Kathy, because you know we've all seen that contact center decision maker with 15, 20 headsets on our desktop, and they all look the same in some respect. So what do I do with that? And so, first of all, when you take a look at the headset, um, you want to see how it sounds. You want to record calls in the busiest of contact centers and times. So you want to be able to have these headsets sit on the heads of agents that are kind of next to your loudest agents in that brick and mortar situation. And you want to record that call and you want to take those sound files and wave files um, or even, you know, if there's even if there's video involved, put it on a PowerPoint and say, how do we want to sound as a business? So many people do not do that in the loudest of situations. They put it on their head, they put it on their head, say that it works like any other headset, and then they're willing to go and kind of go forward with that. But if you really listen in a very loud contact center, there it makes a difference. And when it comes to HIPAA and private information, you don't want social security numbers bleeding through that microphone boom. So that's key number one in valuing a headset. Um, the second thing that you want to take a look at is how are they made? You know, um, are they durable enough for that contact center head, you know, person at home? And, um, you know, what if, what if you sit, sat on it? Will it break? You know, will the cables fray after time? Um, those things do happen. Um, and from an analytical point of view, how does it help my business? Right. For instance, um, you know, the, having microphone guidance for the financial sector is a very big deal when it comes to scripts and compliances because if i'm trying to read something but the agent actually lifts their boom for whatever reason and i miss a word or two then i'm out of compliance with what i needed to say on that script so understanding if the boom is in front of your mouth is something that can really help you hit accuracy around your mission and goal around compliance. So um, it's not just, is does the headset work for you? How do we sound? But also, does it work for business applications where I'm having actual challenges where a metric can help me out, right? There's going to be other things too, like can it block out some of the sound from your house? Are the, um, are the ear pads good for that? Are they big enough? Um, do they do they get hot on my head? Can I wear the headset for ten hours a day, um, if necessary? These are all things that the headset needs to be evaluated for. Does it squeeze my head too tight, or is it just right? Right, like um, the ergonomics of it, essentially, right? The ergonomics, yes. Level of it, yeah. 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 Comfort for the agent, especially. 
That's true. I've spent enough time on airplanes pre-COVID where uh, the uh, noise canceling headset uh, <laughs> comfort is a significant it saved one. us so many Take hours, it, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. No, I'm I, I'm smiling here because I'm thinking about you know when we got ready to do this podcast, we we were talking to Vern and and you're a musician, Vern, and we said, hey, maybe we can use you you know, to play and you picked up a guitar and you strummed it. We could literally see that, but we couldn't hear it. Right. Okay. All of that noise was canceled out and we couldn't hear it. Right. And, right. Um, and so that, that really makes, uh, you know, when you have dogs barking and kids pawing at you and, 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 you know, uh, someone screaming for dinner in the background, it kind of like gets rid of that and mollifies that. Right. For instance, you know, around breakfast time, I know the headset that I can wear, you know, where I can be within 30 feet of, wife, of my wife blending a smoothie, right? Wow. And the headset that I'm speaking to you on right now, um, the Engage 50 is one of those headsets where you can do breakfast and work at the same time um, and be able to understand if there's noise. And I can give that to you as a metric, right, to make decisions around. Right. Amazing. Hey, uh Andy and Kathy, I I wish we could just keep talking uh, bionic headsets all day long, but we can't because uh, the day uh, the day goes on, we uh, we have to get back into uh, to the rest of the of the day. But um, Vern, thank you so much for joining us. That was fantastic uh, knowledge that we're dropping down on on the peeps if they've not gotten into the the latest generation of uh, of that headset experience. So. Thank you for joining us. It was really awesome having you. And and Andy, thank you for, for joining us. Um, always great to have your uh, insights in this as well. Um, well it's a pleasure, Brett. Big fan of your production value here. So thank you for doing this. And uh, thank you, Kath. Thank you, Brett. You guys are awesome. I appreciate right. the time a lot, too. It's it great to go through this very artistic experience. Yes, and, and of course, to our great graphic artist, Ross, thanks for being there for us, brother, and taking care of that. We hopefully gives you a, a really a visual um, kind of a re reaffirmation of what we've been talking about. Um, and Kathy, thanks for joining this particular episode of, of this Tech Exchange. Um, but unfortunately, that's the show. Thanks uh, for, uh, for listening and, um, and checking us out um, online. And, and thanks for all those likes and listens. Please tell your friends we're here. Yeah, the, pod, the podcast comes out regularly. Questions and comments, uh, topic ideas, please comment uh, through the various platforms, and we will uh, connect and, uh, and engage with you. That was fantastic. It was. Uh, may the work you all do be animated with purpose. And thanks for stopping by. Thanks for joining the Converge One Tech Exchange. If you have a topic you'd like to hear about, send your request to techexchange at convergeone.com. And please follow Converge One on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook for updates about new episodes.